this podcast is a very practical one. It's all about organizing all of your photos. There is no better time than now to really dive into all the photos that you have on your camera roll on your phone and photos on your computer and the boxes or piles of loose photos that you have in your garage or shed. I'm going step-by-step through what I think are the best ways to get past photos organized and get a new routine going so that as you take new photos, they go into your system of organization. I'm talking about taking every old photo you have and everything you have on VHS and DVD and getting it all scanned digitally. If you're anything like me, this might be one of those projects that you keep telling yourself you're going to do, but you never actually get to it. I finally jumped in, and even though it was painful at the beginning, it's the best feeling ever now that it's done. We're talking next level photo organization today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Photo organization. This project might feel so big that you don't ever start it. That's where I was at. This project was on my to-do list for literally years. Years. How was that even possible? Like on my big kind of master to-do list, I have a project section, something that, you know, can't be done in a day. And the problem with putting things in the project section is they're always such big projects. I never take the first step oftentimes because it just feels so big and it's never something that's urgent. You know, something always has to be done first or something has a deadline. And this is one of those projects that doesn't have a deadline. So I just never start it. So one day I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start. I'm just going to take one step forward. And it was researching a company to get all of my loose photos organized. Because every time I would think about this project, it just felt overwhelming. So I have photos in the garage, kind of in drawers. And then I have photos in like boxes, like memory boxes in sheds. And so I have loose photos in several different places. And then I have my iPhone huge camera roll. And then I have my laptop. And then I have a big hard drive. So I just felt like I have photos all over the place. And then not to mention the old um, home movies on VHS and DVDs. So I just felt like it was a task that was not even like conquerable until I just took one step forward. So I want to go through all the steps, step-by-step of how I started and how I went through each step to kind of reach full total photo organization. Now, I think this is something you can always be fine-tuning. And of course, you're always taking pictures, so you're never like finished to where it's a project you never have to look at again. But I really did this really great kind of catch-up. And then I set up a new routine so I didn't get so behind. So all of a sudden, I didn't have you know, 20,000 photos in my camera roll on my phone that were barely organized and barely favorited and put into albums and just kind of all over the place. And if I wanted to go find a picture of a certain vacation or a kid at a certain age, you know, it would take, it would take me, it would take me a long time. It would take me an hour to find a specific photo just because I didn't have a good enough organization in place. So if you're, 
if your situation feels like this and it's something to where you haven't even really tackled because it feels overwhelming and it feels tedious, I'm telling you, just take one step forward. And I'm not going to lie, it is painful. It's like one of those things that gets worse before it gets better. But the feeling of it afterwards is like, it, it, it nothing compares. So let's get into it. Total photo organization. Let's start chronologically. So let's start with photos, older photos, and scanning old photos, and scanning your childhood VHS tapes, and even your DVDs. So what I did is I took everything that I didn't have digital and I rounded it all together. So like I said, all my loose photos, I even did some cards that my grandparents who are no longer with us um, had written for me or documents or my diploma or pieces of artwork from when I was a kid that was kind of, that, that was in some way special. I organized all of it. I pulled it all out. And I just kind of started making piles. And right away, I was like, well, what am I even going to do with all these? I know it's too much and I don't have the time to scan it myself. So, okay, once I get all this organized, then what? So I researched this for a while and I felt like this was sort of a big deal. For a lot of things like this, I'll, I'll do, you know, a quick research and pick a company, be decisive and move on. But for this, you know, to send every childhood photo you have to someone is, you know, a big deal. And I wanted a company that, you know, was like that had been around a long time. I wanted more of like the feeling of a family-owned company rather than just sending it off to, you know, some super corporate company and not having someone to kind of work with. So, I did some research online and I found a company called Smooth Photo Scanning and I love them. Now, they are not paying me. You know, I just love sharing my most awesome finds. And this was one of those things that if I would have known about this company before, I probably would have jumped in and done this project a little sooner and not lagged so much on it. But smoothphotoscanning.com is the website. And I will put that in the show notes along with my representative Brandon's information. I'm not sure if he wants me to do that, but I'm going to do it because that has been everything is having like a one-on-one person to where when I was calling a couple different companies, I was kind of like, you know, how does it work? What do you do? And this guy was like, listen, we've been been in business for 25 years. We're a family-owned business. We can do anything. We can do photos. We can take whole albums or slides. We can even take like negatives or cassette tapes or camera reels or documents or anything. Like they could literally take anything. And then my next question was, how are you going to get them back to me? Because I don't want to just get like one link and then I have to try to like download all these things. I have a lot of content. I have a lot of things that I need made digital. So I wanted to know, first of all, is my stuff going to be safe with you? And then how are you going to actually get it back to me? And how long is it going to take and all that kind of stuff? So I talked to, I did some research online. I picked three companies and then I called those three. And then this was the one that for me, I thought was the best fit and the one that I definitely feel um, comfortable recommending to anyone who wants to do this. I just think, like I said, everything that I was looking for, they were really it. So when it comes to scanning the digital photos, they will send you a flash drive and a link to download them. So I love this because I want to drive so I can open it up and look at everything and have it all in nice organized folders. 
but I also like the option of having a link. Now, I don't like a link for downloading all of them, but I love a link for like quick finding some, you know, it's just cool to have them in two places. So I love that, that I get a drive with everything. And then um, I could also just hop over to a quick, I like how I use my, my Google drive. Sometimes I want to just go over and find a quick photo and just find it on a website rather than pulling out the drive. Especially if you have a ton of photos, you might even just keep them on the drive they send you or on a hard drive because it might really take up a lot of space and slow down your computer. So depending on how much you're working with, that's definitely something to consider. But um, Brandon, the rep, like I said, I can't say enough about them. He really helped kind of point me in the right direction and told me exactly how to organize things. So the way I did it is I got gallon Ziploc bags and I wrote all the main categories on the bags and I sat on my garage floor and I pulled out everything and I first did a big purge. So if I had like a high school dance that I had, you know, 150 prints from, I would keep like, you know, 10 or 20 because I mean, you would never do anything with, you know, each individual homecoming and prom. I had so many of those printed. I must've been in a big printing stage, but I had so many pictures from high school and things like that. So the first, even though it seems weird to throw away photos, you just don't need all the duplicates. So first, Toss out all the duplicates right on with, I literally just took a Sharpie on a big Ziploc bag and I made all the categories. So I did um, Lindsay, I did Lindsay Baby, Lindsay Young, um, Lindsay Growing Up, Lindsay High School, College, Sorority, kind of that kind of thing, right? So I made my categories and as I went through piles and piles of pictures, and it was time consuming. Sometimes I would sit down and just do it for a half hour. Other times I'd sit there for three hours and knock through a lot of them. And I just kept going till it was all finished. I even did it for all my husband's photos and just because we're never going to do anything. They're going to sit in a box in a shed and I was so worried about something happening to them, you know, you know, God forbid a fire or even just water damage or, you know, I don't know, someone moves it or someone thinks it's trash or it gets lost or misplaced or damaged. And then it's every photo you have um, of you as a kid or your family or growing up, or maybe even your kids. Maybe if your kids are grown, maybe you have all of their photos kind of before we were all doing everything digitally. Maybe you have them in a, you know, in an old box in a shed somewhere. I'm telling you, you got to pull those out, sit on your garage floor, take out gallon Ziplocs, um, Sharpie them up and just start filing them away, putting them in there. And the best part is by labeling them, then when you get them back, they label the folders for you. So I have like Lindsay baby and it's every baby photo. It's just so like I said, the process itself is painful. There is no sugarcoating that. It takes time. No one can do it but you. You got to do it. You got to be decisive. You got to purge. Don't hold on to too many and put them, file them in. That's what I did and I started with all my photos first. And it was so great. Then I went to all of the photo books that I had. You know those old school photo books that have just like they're like sticky paper that you just stick the photos on? They kind of turn your actual photos yellow. I went and took every photo out of those books. And you can maybe even send them the books. But I just took every photo out of the book because I could already see them yellowing and curling. And so many of them, that was I don't have the negatives. Those are the only photos I have of really cool 
vacations when I was a kid with my family and, you know, going to Maui and, and going to our special places. That's the only place the fo- those photos exist. So I took all of them out of the book and I made them into special things. So for most of them, I kept them in the big categories, like I said, on the Ziplocs. But then for other things, like if I took, if there was a whole book on one specific trip to Maui, I would just make that its own Ziploc because it's already like in its own category. Why not? So then it would be in its own category, which will come back to me in its own folder which I loved, all nice and labeled, all of your photos. So then after that, I went through, like I said, I went through all of the books, all the books that, the only books I really kept things in, if they were scrapbooked or maybe like when my husband and I went to our first, on our first trip to Bora Bora, I had like a, you know, a cool frame that says Bora Bora and it's not damaging the photos. I left those ones in there and we started having digital photos at that point anyways, Geez, in like I don't know, two thousand four. But um, then I do- then I dove in to memorabilia and cards and things like, um, like I said, my diploma or anything that I had had kept that I wanted digital. And listen, I'll probably still keep the hard version of it. I just thought how nice to have it digital. So I I picked ones that were special to me and that I wanted to have digital that I wanted to make sure I kept safe. Because even if you don't need something digital, just think of it as a backup, you know, because otherwise there's no backup. If these things are important to you and you only have one copy, um, it's just, you know, obviously there's an increased likelihood if something happens, you have no, you have no other option. So even if you, if it's something that you don't necessarily need digitally, just having it as a backup is so nice. And then I went through all my DVDs and all my cassette tapes and, um, I mean, I guess they're cassette tapes, but it wasn't music. It was like, you know, from old school video cameras. So I went through DVDs, VHS, and like those old school video camera tapes. And I, some of them I couldn't even play. Like I have no idea what was even on them because I no longer have the device to even play them, but a lot of them were labeled. So I put those in Ziploc bags, tried to arrange them the best I could. Or for the DVDs, I just got like an, I just pulled out an old, you know, DVD separator so they didn't scratch. And I sent them all. And now some of these could be duplicates, you know, like some of the one, some of the the times when I had a photographer take pictures when things were getting digital, I might also have these on my computer, but there's so many, I just figured I'm going to send them all pay a tiny bit more and make sure that I have them all. So then even if they're duplicates in the computer, I just know I have them because a lot of them, I have a DVD. I think a lot of us still have like a DVD adapter so you can still you know, right now we can still play DVDs, but I'm telling you for long, none of us are going to have these in our homes anymore. And then we're going to have these useless DVDs, just like VHS are useless. So like I said, a lot of them were labeled. If I wasn't sure, I sent it in anyways, and they were really awesome. They're like, nope, we'll check it out. Um, If it's blank, don't worry about it. And we'll just, um, we'll get it all scanned for you. We'll get it all digital. Now I sent in a ton of stuff. I sent in over 2000 photos. So clearly my obsession with photos and, you know, kind of capturing moments is a bit overboard, but believe it or not, I tossed a ton. Like I said, duplicates, things I would never need again, you know, thing pictures that you would just never need to reference, like old boyfriends or things that will never ever, you will never ever need to pull up or reference ever again. I just purged them and it felt really great. Like I said, it felt weird at first throwing away pictures that I had been keeping, but that's the whole name of the game of this is organize and purge. Only keep what you really need. Don't let yourself keep a lot of the duplicates because you're just going to clog yourself down. 
I've really found in the last in the last couple of months, especially being in quarantine and really trying to dive into organization, so much of my life I'm keeping too much stuff and I can't get to any of it or I don't know where any of it is. I hope that other people feel like this. Well, I mean, I hope you don't, but I hope you do because I hope I'm not the only one. I was holding on to so much stuff that it was so clunky and bulky and cumbersome and overwhelming that I couldn't even get to any of it. But now I've purged through half of the photos. I sent the rest of them in to be scanned digitally. And then I'm going to get them all back in nice folders and nice files. And then I'm going to, like I said, I'm still going to keep all these, but I'm going to pack them up super consolidated and I'm going to tape them up and I'm going to put them in a shed. So that way they're not in the middle of my garage. They're not taking up space. You know, I'm still putting them somewhere where they're, you know, relatively safe, but I'm relying more on the digital version. I'm relying more on the backup. While we're on this, just before I forget, I'm a big fan of protecting yourself from, you know, anything that could make you lose everything. So I always double save. I have a big hard drive, which is definitely an investment. It's like one of those tower hard drives. And depending on how much room you need, they could be anywhere from like $500 to like $2,000. But I'm telling you, for me, this is everything. I back up everything here. So I have things on my phone, on my computer, on kind of portable hard drives. But I always take the time to put everything on this tower hard drive. Um, and these tower hard drives, mine does, which most of them do, have like a backup of it. So like if that if one drive fails, there's a backup of that one. I'm just a big fan of protecting it. I think this is one of those things that it's like if your computer crashes, no one ever, oh my gosh, it reminds me of the Sex in the City episode where Carrie is, oh, that was when Carrie was dating Aiden and she goes in and it's literally like life over for her. And she's like, is everyone just running home and backing up their computers and no one's talking about it? But I feel like that's really true. You don't think of it until it's a problem. And then you're like, how was I not doing something about it? So, you know, most likely you'll never need it. Most likely that will never happen. But I'm telling you, if your if things that are that are important to you, your computer or your phone gets you know lost or stolen or just crashes, you want to have a backup of these things. So you know at least get portable hard drives, and you could even label those. That's a much more economical way to go. You can get those for a hundred or two hundred dollars, depending on again, you know the more the more content you have, the more space you need, and the more you have to spend on this stuff. But always have a backup of your backup. I'm telling you, that's just. For me, my photos are so important to me. That's just like a big peace of mind. Um, and it takes time to do. It's an investment in time, but to me, it's really worth it. So get all these photos scanned. Don't scan too many of them. Organize them really, really nicely. Do the work at the beginning because if you just send them your huge box of childhood photos, then you're just going to get you know, all these jumbled assorted photos. And it's much easier to do it at the beginning with the prints and do it the right way. So it comes to you in folders and so nice and clean. So do the work at the beginning. I'm telling you, it's just worth it. And bring it up to your bedroom. I really think I probably should have done this, but I was really trying to power it out and not get distracted. But if something like this is just kind of miserable for you, do it while you're watching TV and, you know, do an hour a night until it's done. Whatever makes you take the first step, I think is key. I just, I can't even believe that I had this on my list, like I mentioned, for years. And now, like anything, once you do it, it's like, well, that wasn't that bad. How did I just let it go for so many years? I just think it's so cool and so important. So plan for that. Make sure also that you do a deep dive and do it once. 
because they're really great about giving you, you know, you send in, we, you can go on their website if you know exactly what you have. For me, I didn't know exactly what I had and how to price different things because I was sending them so much stuff. So I just sent Brandon my big old box and then he emailed me back with a quote and kind of a package price. And it'll take about two weeks, two, three weeks for them to scan it all and get it to me and the price. And I'm like, done, love it. But I really, really recommend doing it all at once, like taking the time, you know, if you have things in different places or if you need to get something from a sibling or a parent or your kids or whoever it is, I recommend doing it all at once because you're kind of, you know, it's kind of a package kind of price anyway. So you might as well do it all at once. And what's the likelihood that you're going to re, you know, wake up six months from now and want to do it again. So do it all, do it thoroughly, do it once. And like I said, I really love um, the team at Smooth Photo Scanning. They've been awesome for us. Okay, so now that we've gotten all of our older photos made digital and videos and everything else, let's talk about organizing the photos that you already do have digitally on your phone and on your computer. So let's start with what you should do now, right? So setting up a routine now so you can do it going forward. Then we'll dive into past photos. So this is what I set up because Every time I would go into my camera roll with all this disorganization, it was so overwhelming for me. And I was like, I don't even, what do I do? Started the first photo on my whole camera roll. So what I did was work as of now. So basically think of it kind of like stopping the disorganization problem if you have it. And what I do is I set um, a reminder on my phone the first day of every month I do this. I go, I go back in that month's photo. So say you're taking May, 2020. I will, my timer goes off on June 1st um, to go through my May photos. I go through all my photos in May and I delete anything that I don't need. And I make a rule. If there's like, you know how we always have lots of very similar photos? Say, you know, sometimes you'll have one photo of something, but other times you'll take a hundred photos to get one good one. I never let myself keep more than three duplicates, which really, I mean, let's be honest. There were just basically two, too many already. You really just need one. But if there's a whole bunch, then I'll tell myself, okay, I can only keep three duplicates and delete the rest. So the first thing I do, I go back to the whole month. I delete anything I don't need. So now I only have really like favorite photos and videos. Then I make a folder of this. So I'll make a folder that says May 2020. Then after that, I go through and I'll pull anything that I want to make a new album for. So maybe something special happened. Maybe it was a baby shower or a birthday or a vacation or even something. It could be even just like one special day that wasn't even like a trip, but it was just like somehow special to me. I'll make a folder just for that because I know I might want to go back and reference that. So I'll just pull out folders. Then last step, I go back through all the photos and I look at what photos I might want to add to my existing folders. So I have existing folders like... Stella third grade year. So then I'll look, you know, and listen, it's not a perfect science. I just, anything that kind of pops out at me, I'll be like, oh, here are some, here are some pictures I took when I popped into class. Let me toss that into a folder I already have. So you see what I mean? I'm taking my entire month. I'm purging through it. Then I'm making a month folder with everything. So every single of my favorite photos, every photo that's remaining is in that month folder. And then essentially I have the same photos in multiple places because then I'll make separate folders with special events. Like I said, birthdays, special day, vacation, and then I'll add it to other ones. So I have 
certain certain things like right now Parker says the cutest thing ever if he's doing something dangerous or climbing up climbing up a couch or trying to jump off something he'll be like don't worry mommy me Superman and it's just like it kills me because he literally says I'm Superman I have wings so I every time I happen to catch a video of him doing that when I do my monthly when I do my monthly kind of purge and organize I have a Superman folder that I pop that video in one day when I have time I'm going to do a little video mashup for myself of all the times that he said it because it's so funny half the time he's wearing a Superman costume and then other times he's just you know ridiculous sometimes he's in the bath sometimes he has yogurt all over his face like all these different scenarios he's always saying the same thing so I'll pop that in my Superman folder and then I'm kind of I'm kind of constantly adding to these folders rather than folders just like staying stale now some of them you wouldn't add to because if it's a vacation you know then you wouldn't add more to that same vacation because then the vacation's over but if it's more something like I said like Stella's third grade year or Parker's Superman folder things like that you might keep adding to and the crazy thing is once I started doing this first of all I felt so much more organized I had a better memory in a weird way because I remembered kind of when things happen better because I could kind of go back and I think that was I think that was January. But my folders are so nice and organized now. It's really easy to pop and reference and find um, find photos from the past. So I just I love this method. It's worked so well for me. And the craziest thing is it doesn't take that long. So I've just committed. No matter what, no matter what happens. I'm going to take, I mean, I, I would say, depending on how many photos you take, sometimes it could take me an hour and sometimes it could take me two hours. And of course, it depends on how detailed you want to get. I mean, you could essentially put every one of your favorite photos and tuck them into other creative photos, a uh, folders along the way. In general, it takes me about an hour or two max. It could probably take you 30 minutes, depending on how efficient you are and how many photos you take. But I do it on the first day of the month, no matter what, for the previous month. That way I'm never getting disorganized again. It's like my favorite. So you pick your favorites, you delete. Again, it's going to seem hard, kind of like throwing away your old prom photos. You just don't need all those duplicates and it's just going to clog you down. Like you said, like I said, my the biggest thing I've learned with organization is sometimes we keep so much stuff, we can't access any of it. And that's where my iPhone was. I have my camera roll, roll was so endless and there was no organiz not not no organization. There was not enough organization to where trying to find something was literally like trying to find a needle in a haystack. So that was huge for me. And it made me feel like it wasn't so such a huge mountain to climb because I'm like, all right, you know what I'm going to do first? I'm going to start today. Then I'm going to work my way backwards. Okay. So going back through your past photos, I really do a similar process. So I find my favorites. I delete everything that I don't need and I start putting them into folders. Now, for past years, I didn't do the months. Like if I'm going through, so say you're going to go through, you're going to do a deep dive through your whole camera roll. I just did years for things and pulled out events. I wasn't going to go back through and do every month of every year, but I pulled every, all the, all my best photos. I first of all went through and cleaned them all up, delete all the duplicates, which is like, it can really take a long time, but it's so worth it. I put everything into folders by year. And then same thing, I pulled out individual folders, certain vacations, certain big events, you know, you know, different child's birth, you know, I have a special folder for my wedding and my honeymoon, you know, pull out all those, all those special events that you want. But again, I love having photos in both places. So every photo I loved in 2018 is in that 2018 folder. But then I also have those same folders in like pullout folders. Um, so they're kind of categorized that way too. For me, this has really been like the best way that I've really found to 
keep it so nice and organized and not have it be so, I don't know, too big of a task to where like you'll never, you'll never see the end of it. So next let's talk about diving into your computer and all the photos that you have on your computer and how we are going to organize those. So depending on how you have this set up now, this is how I do it. Very, very similar to how I do it on my phone. I create folders for each year. And the best thing is if you're on a Mac, you can create something called a smart folder, where if you click on a smart folder, it's probably easiest if you just do a quick search of it, a quick tutorial on it, but the smart folders will actually put everything in each year for you. So it's really, really nice. So I start by putting everything in each year. And if your phone and your computer are syncing, then a lot of the work you do on one or the other, you might not have to do do it both places, right? So depends on how much you have everything syncing or not. But the way I have it going with my iCloud and the way everything's kind of talking to each other, once I delete something on my phone, then most of the time, if all goes according to plan, it deletes on my computer as well. So I'm not having to double do it. But if you if they aren't, you might have to go through and kind of do the same thing. But I have my folders organized a little bit differently on my computer than I do on my phone. But I'm really trying to work towards making it so they're all the same. So that way I can really reference them the same. And you know, I really know where everything is. But like on my phone, I go through and I put all my favorite pictures in special folders. So everything lives in two folders. Everything lives in the year that it happened. And then my breakout folders of certain things that I want to keep like on the separate. And like I said, I do the same thing because some things I'll upload to my computer and they eventually sync to my phone, but I'll upload them on my computer um, kind of a big, so if I do a photo shoot, say it's a, a kid's birthday, birthday party photo shoot, I'll upload all those high res images to my computer. So that's where I sort them versus on my phone and I'll favorite them and I'll put them in separate folders so I can make photo books and I can do things with them. But I'm telling you the biggest game changer, same thing with the phone, same thing with the computer for me is starting with your first of the month program. So however, like I said, it's a little bit different because different people sync things different ways with their computer and their phone and, um, you know, a Mac versus a PC or whatever you're using. But for me, I love using Apple products, the Mac products, and especially the iPhone and the way it talks to each other. It works so well. Um, but I just love having everything from each year in the folder and then having breakout folders. And the real game changer for me was starting to do the monthly folders. On the first of the month, I dedicate a full hour plus or minus to organizing the previous months. And then I just feel like, so at least if, you know, we're going to work backwards and we're going to get you organized, you know, on all your years past. But the cool thing is you like timestamp it. It's like, okay, starting now, I'm going to do it like the right way. And it's only committing an hour a month. And then at the end of the year, you have this awesome, like you could create a album for the end of the year, a great 2020 photo album that would take you no time at all because the most time consuming part of, for my opinion, of creating an online photo album is organizing and sorting all the pictures and only having your best pictures. That's the hardest part. That's the most tedious part. So if you do it as you go a little bit each month, first day to be exact, um, for the previous month, I'm telling you, it, you could put together an entire photo album, epic photo album of your entire year in you know an hour or two at the end of the year just because you've done your work each month. 
at the first of the month. I just put it in my calendar no matter what I do it. Sometimes I do it when I'm nice and fresh in the morning. Sometimes I'm like, listen, it's the first of the month. I got to get it done and I'll do it in bed last thing before I go to sleep. Um, I just make sure that I get it done because all of a sudden if I don't get done on the first, then I don't get it done on the second before you know I missed a month and I don't know. It just doesn't work as well that way for me. The best part about all this, like I said, it gets, it's more painful. It gets more painful before it gets easy, but it's so fun. We all take so many pictures and I really think we just don't do enough with the pictures. The whole photo book thing is a whole nother topic. I'll do a whole episode on how I make photo books because I have a full on method for that, that I think makes it organized and efficient. I make a photo book for, and listen, I don't have set rules. That's one thing. So you don't want to have all these set rules. When, when my kids were little, I had a photo book for everything, like their first first different things and tooth fairy things, and it just became too much of an obligation. So I never have like an obligation for it. But in general, I do every birthday party, every photo shoot that they have when they turn a year older. I'll do a year one. It doesn't have to be every photo from the year, but just like some favorite standout photos from the year. Um, some years I'll do one for the for each kid's grade. So this is you in your kindergarten year. This is you in your preschool year. And it's just a bunch of pictures from them at school and projects and first day and last day and with their teachers and all that kind of stuff. I don't do it every year. Like I said, for me, I don't like that pressure of like, I have to do these set ones. You know, I do what you do what you can and you do what you feel like. But I'm telling you, having the photos organized makes it so much easier to do all the stuff, you know? You can find them so much better and you use them. You print photos, you can pull up old photos, you know, to compare like, oh, what did this kid look like at age one? Or what did I look like when I was one? And, you know, it's fun for throwbacks on social media. It's fun if you want to put frames up on a whole wall of your house. It's just so much easier if all of your photos are organized. Maybe you want to finish your kids' baby books, which I will do an episode on that too, because I feel like that's something I get a ton of messages on people saying like, you know, my first kid has their baby books completed, but then the second kid has half and my third kid has zero or, you know, something similar to that. So I want to do a whole thing on diving into how we can finish our kids' baby books and do it efficiently and get it done. So we're happy and we're proud that we, you know, kind of knock that whole thing out. And if you have multiple kids, that it's all relatively even and fair, but it all comes down to organizing your photos. I'm telling you all these fun projects come after that. I am obsessed with photos and photography and capturing moments in time. I just think it's so fun and so special. And the best part is enjoying them later. And I found that because I wasn't organized, I just wasn't enjoying them later. You know, you want to put them on the walls, you want to make books out of them, or just have them in one organized place where you can easily look back at them and you know where they are. I'm telling you, it is worth the pain. The pain at the beginning is so worth it. Please tell me what else you want to hear when it comes to all of this. Photo organization and framing and scanning photos and what to do with old photos and photo books and baby books and memory books and shadow boxes and all the ways that we can really take all these cool images that we're taking and, you know, bring them to life and do something with them and don't let them just sit on our camera roll never to be seen again. Like I said, I could do 57 more spinoff episodes on similar topics. So give me some direction. Tell me what else you want to hear. Ping me on social media. My personal uh, social media is at Lindsay's Cloud on Instagram, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-S, Lindsay's Cloud on Instagram. And let me know what you want to hear more of, what your takeaways were from this, any tips that you have. 
I mean, this is a complicated thing. Photo, all the photos in our camera roll. I'm sure other people have figured out some really great hacks too. So if you have any of those, please send them my way. I would love to hear them and I would love to share them with our community here. I really hope this podcast inspired you to just take that first step. Whatever it is for you, that first step for next level photo organization, I think you will really love it. I think that it will really just make you happy and make you accomplished. And hey, perhaps it will knock something off your list that has been on there for years. Thank you so much for listening. Now, let's all go photo organize. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.